I'm Daniel Dennis-Jones, and on today's Radio Berkman, we're going to talk about the perils and pitfalls of running one of the most successful social platforms on the internet. Even if you haven't heard of Reddit, you've felt its presence. Nearly any meme, any gag photo of cats wearing human clothes, any inspiring video montage of children learning their first words, more than likely got its start going viral among Reddit's 170 million monthly visitors. But Reddit is so much more than a meme factory. It's a meta community. It's a home for discussion forums. Over 850,000 subreddits as of June 2015, covering areas ranging from organic gardening to mental health to people who put clothes on their cats. Posts and comments in these subreddits are upvoted or downvoted as community members see fit. Subreddits live and die, some get amazingly huge, and some just plod along quietly, serving small niche interests. And for 10 years, these communities have seemingly operated on their own steam. Free speech has been more or less the guiding principle. Short of illegal activity or revealing users' personal information against their will, any content is allowed, no topic is off limits, the norms and activity are left to the volunteer moderators of each subreddit to decide. But Reddit staff have recently inserted themselves into how and whether subreddits can operate, which has raised some alarm bells among its most active users. Recently, staff shut down a number of subreddits that encouraged hate, harassment, or shaming. Subreddits like Fat People Hate, where users shared body-shaming photos, and others that targeted minorities in the trans community. Reddit also fired one of their most popular staff members, someone who, to community members, was kind of the face of Reddit, without any explanation. For a lot of Redditors, her dismissal cemented what they saw as an increasing problem. Reddit was losing touch with the community that made it. Redditors didn't endorse offending subreddits, but they objected to the idea of censorship. CEO Ellen Pau resigned after being the target of a Redditor boycott. Shortly after, she wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post titled, The Trolls Are Winning the Battle for the Internet. In it, she said, Reddit is the internet, and it exhibits all the good, the bad, and the ugly of the internet. The tension around whether a platform should allow or censor objectionable speech is one thing, but events at Reddit raise underlying concerns about whether platforms that are populated and moderated by thousands of users should be governed by them as well. Last week, Friends of the Berkman Center David Weinberger and Adrian DeBigari co-authored an article for the Harvard Business Review titled, How Reddit the Business Lost Touch with Reddit the Culture. I sat down with them to talk about what the other conversations we're hearing about Reddit are missing. The most broad and mainstream media interpretation of this is that, you know, we it's an all or nothing sort of situation or uh, and, uh, like there's a group of people who are, you know, free speech fundamentalists and a group of people who are, you know, wanting to clamp down on everything. But you, you guys see see a little bit more nuance to this. Yeah, and I think the nuance comes from, like, the size of the community. You know, you, you just, when you get to something with so many users, it's never going to be one thing. So this is one of the things I've, I've been fascinated with Reddit as a way of scaling massive com- conversations. Mm-hmm. And you're, of course, absolutely right. You can see all, you can, if there are 20,000 comments in some topic, which happens, Right, uh, you can you can read all twenty thousand if you you know don't get tired of clicking, but they have a system that has worked, and the system is you can upvote or downvote a comment or uh, an article, and that has done two things. It's a way of filtering. So what goes to the top are the ones that most people have 
clicked on, they've liked, or they have not disliked. It has this practical effect of, of being a way of scaling massive conversations. And the second thing that it does is it has enabled a type of culture to emerge. Culture by which I mean a set of shared values and a way of talking with one another, often specific to the subreddit. And it turns out the site overall has generated a type of culture. And I find, I find that really, really interesting. And I think it's actually the thing that is at, at risk now in this kerfuffle, in, the, in this uh, breakdown that we've seen over the past couple of weeks. Sorry, Adrian. No, no, I just wanted to counter a little bit because Reddit makes it easy to assume that there's kind of like a one culture there, but um, I think it's also it's a blessing and a curse because there are also a lot of people in different circles and of different backgrounds that feel very alienated by Reddit, like being a woman. I don't think anyone's fe- like figured out that I'm a woman, so uh, I haven't personally come into that problem, but like... I also have never had, like, comments particularly upvoted. So, you know, I haven't experienced, like, the the dark side of Reddit. But there definitely, you know, there definitely is a dark side. And so as we're at this nexus, it seems like, you know, that that transition is about to start to happen where there's regulated free speech. Um, And it seems like a bad thing because we all want to have unfettered free speech. But when we start to kind of pull that back... I think it's a little bit more ambiguous because there are so many different kinds of people that feel alienated by Reddit. So we can look at this as the issue is free speech or regulated speech. But we can also look at it in a related way, um, which is how the new CEO put it when, in announcing the new regulations. That, it, And I'm not going to – this is my paraphrase – that. Um, we're not a bastion of free speech. We never were. Well, yeah, they were, but that's fine. Uh, it's not about free speech. We can have free speech or we can have good speech. Um, and free speech, completely unregulated free speech without any w- way of intervening or et cetera, et cetera, um, it is not necessarily the best way to have uh, good conversation. And if you want to have good conversation, then we need to impose some limits. So that's the argument as I understand it. And it's not quite simply within the, the realm of free speech. It's free speech versus good conversation. Mm-hmm. And that distinction is guided, I'm almost willing to say all, of the sites on the web where there's really good conversation. There's some form of moderation, even if it's informal or group moderation or moderation through uh, the group enforcing norms. So I think that the net has shown us what we probably knew all along, which is that free speech is a political right, but for good conversation, we want all sorts of shaping, whether Mm -hmm. by regulation or norm or whatever. It seems like some subset of Redditors are having a tough time making that distinction of like the constitutional right versus the actual practical implementation of free speech uh, and how that works when, you know, you're, you're basically in someone else's house. And some of them are not trusting the management to, to regulate. They're worried that the regulation is going to be simply to make it more commercially acceptable. So it will not be in the interest of the conversation. It will be in the interest of the shareholders and, and the board. What will result in the ideal outcome for this platform? Is it having an executive decision to kind of oversee some of this, some of the speech on the site? Or is it something that needs to come organically from the community as, um, 
you know, as is the case with subreddits themselves, each subreddit creates the rules for what they do and do not tolerate. Um, can that scale up to the entire platform? I think 100% it needs to come from the community. When I like managed our, our user-generated content for the Boston Globe and Boston.com, um, it was very apparent to me that like the technical mechanisms for moderating um, online speech are far outpaced by the human ability to moderate speech. It's very hard to make a user stop using an online platform because you can ban them, uh, but they can come back as somebody else, you know, obviously it breaks the terms of service, but like, why do you care if you just got banned, right? Like you've already broken terms of service in some way. Um, so it, you know, it's almost impossible to keep people off of a platform because you can make a million email addresses and you can make a million screen names and you can just keep coming back. But you know, if, when you are back, the community says, or the moderators can, you know, just continue shunning you or voting you down. And I think that's where kind of Reddit's voting system really helps the community. I think it's important to have a community that cares enough to kind of police themselves. You can't have somebody from the top being like, I'm going to regulate you because they're just going to be like, well, no, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want. So I, I think it, I agree with you um, at the subreddit level where it does come from the community itself, but it's at the level of Reddit overall. Anybody can create a subreddit. You can go in right now and make some horrible, awful, you know, terrible subreddit. Um, and there, as far as I know, there is not a mechanism at that level for the community to, to vote you down. But I think the fat people hate is a really good example of like how difficult it's it I imagine it will be to even have that level of like administrative control because as far as I know from what I've heard like in the threads is that like the fat people hate subreddit exists again. You know, I don't know if it's if it's like one of those rules that you could make that's totally unenforceable or if they could actually build some kind of technical mechanism to control for you know, these political decisions of uh, what is kind of an acceptable subreddit and what isn't. But the executive level, they have been able to institute rules about content regarding, you know, child pornography, recently revenge pornography. So the question is, do we as Redditors, as a community, do we want to entrust the executive to make these decisions? Is there a mechanism by which we could feel comfortable permitting the executive to make those decisions? Or do they just need to use their imaginations and create a better tool for the the users of Reddit to mold the culture a little bit better so they can decide which subreddits should or should not exist? It's actually very difficult to even have the power to say, like, this is okay and this isn't because you're dealing with such uh, like huge amount of content coming through your site every day. And like even I read an article in Wired a couple months ago about the like human moderators of social networking sites and how awful it is of a job. And they like kind of they farm it out to like the Philippines and and people just sit there all day for eight hours and watch videos of like children getting raped and all of these horrible, horrible things because those are the things that get pushed onto these websites like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. So it's kind of a mechanical Turk of like, we think that 
you know, the technology is taking care of all of this stuff, but really it's, it's humans and it's a lot of humans that are probably not being paid very well to actually go through and look at all of this stuff and determine whether or not it's okay to be on the site. The things that we find offensive, these offensive subreddits, are maybe not Reddit's problem, right? Like Reddit kind of illuminates them, but I think they're larger offline problems that we we just happen to see on Reddit. And, you know, by trying, we're, we're kind of like, by banning them or putting more labels on them or, you know, trying to get rid of them in some way, like we're, we're treating a symptom and not the problem. So Reddit enables um, some behaviors that may make those offline problems worse. And yeah. I think it, it like brigading, I mean, it provides a, an easy tool um, and a culture or a milieu in which it's easy for people to say, hey, let's go get whatever other subreddit or person and to sort of gang up, not sort of, to gang up um, and to flood a subreddit and, and the like. So there are some sort of affordances of Reddit. Uh, and people certainly make this exact same argument, uh, point out the same thing about the internet as well, mm-hmm. that, um, that it's not only surfacing the idiots and racists and et cetera, it, ha- it enables them to gain more traction. Yeah. There's like a, a kind of um, part of the nexus we're at right now is the question of what we do when these platforms on the web reach this kind of place where they, they sur- their populations surpass many of the countries on the planet. And we, we ask, whose interests are they representing? Are they representing the, the architects and the owners of the platform? Or are they representing the users? And the current business structure um, only allows for one perspective on this, and that is that a site like Reddit is up to the discretion of the Reddit owners themselves and the executives and the shareholders who uh, have a stake in it. But I, I wonder if you guys have any thoughts about what Reddit could be and what sites like Reddit could be if they take the principles that seem to espouse, you you, you call them the Gettysburg principles, where... Um, Internet companies are of, by, and for their users. Um, is there a, is there a potential for that, and what is required to reach that goal? Reddit was one of the best examples of a internet company that views itself as for, by, and of its users. And from my point of view, since that's something I've been interested in, uh, from my point of view, the blow up, the meltdown over the past few weeks has been uh, a sliding apart. And I think like that misalignment comes from the fact that Reddit users, they're not the consumer, they're the product. So the, or like the, um, or the client, I guess is a better word for it. They're not the client, they're the product. And the the client in this case is advertisers, because if, if you think about it, you know, the, the, the client is whoever is paying you. And, you know, users in many cases in many internet companies are not the people that are paying you. The advertisers are the ones that are paying you. Um, And so eventually, especially with a site this large that requires so much um, data space, uh, you're going to run into this problem that what, what your client or what the advertiser wants from you is, you know, inherently different from what your product wants from you. Um, and part of that problem is that your product is 
as humans, um, and so they will they will talk back to you, and so you find yourself in in this kind of situation that Reddit finds itself, where it's kind of looking down the barrel of a gun in some ways of like how do we as a company continue to exist and make the money that we need to make to keep like the roof over our heads and lights on without compromising the community to an extent that everybody leaves. As we continue to consider how the web matures, we're, I think we're going to see more and more of these crossroads where, you know, Facebook being a really good example of users not being the people that you're making decisions for, the advertisers and the ad dollars being the people that you're making decisions for. And, you know, is that the web that we want in the next 10 years? Or how might we structure models that accommodate users as consumers and not users as merely just products? We have models for platforms that are better at incorporating users, consumers, um, and you know the the creators and the consumers of that content into their decision making. I'm thinking of models like Wikipedia, and I'm I'm wondering if there's any other examples that you can think of out there. Well, I think that's like part of the problem, right? Like Wikipedia is like the example, and that's like you know, and it has all some of its own kind of problems and um, issues that that come up. The larger population of consumer of user needs to think more about supporting products and initiatives that are modeled in a way that puts them first versus like the advertising dollar. So Reddit, Reddit had a business model, which apparently was not working well <laughs> enough for it, that did not put the users in the decision-making role, but was really interesting. So first of all, they, they have in the past engaged in very open conversation using Reddit about Reddit business issues. That's unusual. And they've done it as good Redditors. That is, the management has done it as very good Redditors, as real users who uh, know how to engage in the, in the back and forth. It is. Um, second of all, their business, the way they made money, uh, and still do, one is they sell ads. But some of the ads, anyway, are, uh, in fact, Reddit threads. And so there's uh, an ad and then commentary, comments from the users, and it gets upvoted or downvoted, which is a really gutsy thing for an advertiser to do, but I actually totally love it. I think it's a fantastic idea. And then they have this Reddit gold thing, which is if you like a comment that somebody makes, you can award that person gold. Uh, and what that does is it gives them a premier subscription for one month, I think it is. Um, which means that the ads are taken away and there's a couple of fairly trivial features that are turned on for subscribers. That's done both to reward the user and because I think frequently it's understood that, well, this is how we support Reddit. If somebody says something really great, let's give some money to Reddit. It's not money to the let's give some money to Reddit. And that is a, that is a really weird and interesting way to encourage um, the encourage payment while at the same time making the user really feel to be a part of the success of the of the site. Uh, the fear, I think, among many Redditors now is that the board is pushing with the new, they, Reddit took a new investment. Um, we believe, based on you know, 
management doesn't say this, but it's commonly believed that Reddit is being pressured to um, continue growing its, its number of users so that ad revenues can go up and it can start making a profit at long, at long last, which is pretty reasonable from the point of view of the investors. I understand that, but it's not in the interests of the users, and that's where they're starting to fall apart. Yeah, I think the Reddit gold thing is probably one of the more interesting uh, like revenue-generating models I've, I've ever seen. But I think the idea of you know, these community um, initiatives, like these community platforms actually being supported by the community is one of the strongest uh, ways forward that I can see, that you know, it's, it's some kind of shared financial responsibility and shared technical responsibility probably to some extent to keep uh, these sites that you know you want to engage with going. Thank you very much Adrian and David. Thank you. Thank you. David Weinberger is a senior researcher at the Berkman Center. Adrian Davigari is the community manager for the Harvard Business School Digital Initiative. You can find out more about them at our website, cyber.law.harvard.edu, where you can also find links to their recent article for the Harvard Business Review, as well as a Reddit roundup put together by our Internet Monitor project. This episode of Rady Berkman was produced by me, Daniel Dennis-Jones, with Liz Gillis at the Berkman Center for Internet and Society at Harvard University in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Thank you.